0: Uh, hello and welcome to a grand final edition of how good is rugby league my name is emmanuel Penkles and joining me as always michael corbin michael the look on your face says it all yeah god this is gonna be a tough
1: week <laughs> <laughs> sorry for swearing oh. <laughs> jeez I hope South lose yes Emmanuel we're back uh, probably I don't know will we do an episode next week we'll see it depends how what mood you're let's in let's play it on mood I think <laughs> you're probably more likely to find me if South lose this week yeah. um, but, yeah. but yes we are here grand final week Panthers versus Souths it's a shame that it's not in Sydney because man this game would be incredible <sighs> uh even though I hate ANZ, it would be incredible to go out there and watch this game. Um, both teams, big supporter bases. You know, Sydney's taking it. Souths have a lot of the eastern suburbs, and Pender have the whole west, basically. So it would, it would have been an incredible game to see live uh, in Sydney. Unfortunately, we actually don't know where the game is be played at the moment. It might <laughs> yeah, be in Brisbane, might be in Townsville. It's probably it's probably
0: safer to have it at ANZ Stadium than it is at SunCorp at yeah, the moment. But yeah,
1: at um, at the moment, like. These teams have seen each other, what, three times? This will be the third time they've seen each other in six weeks? Yeah. There's no secrets. Yep. These teams know each other pretty well by now. It's going to be an excellent game
0: of Yeah, football. so the scoreline's gone 56-12 to Penrith, 25-12 to Penrith, and 16-10 to Souths. Uh, Penrith have played the extra game because they didn't have a week off. Both teams have lost uh, four games this year. Um, nothing in it. Souths draw early blood. I guess with Tavita Pangai uh, out of the the squad and not yep. not playing this weekend, we'll get all to that later. Yeah, we'll do a big um, grand final preview. Huge grand final preview. Um, but Mike, firstly, the M, um Entertainment of uh, the the second part of the the great show was last night. Um, yep. The the team of the year was announced. Uh, my commiserations to Josh Aloye who had his name mispronounced. Oshay say Oshay Oh <laughs> Uh, So good, so good But you know, that's the great thing about the rugby league Is that there's always memes to go around Um, So team of the year Obviously Tommy Turbo took out uh, the big honour I don't think anyone's surprised I think it shows some of the flaws though Because if you're a superstar in a team With not as many stars as say A Penrith uh, or a Souths Or a Roosters um, It's probably easier for for a team Like um, Manly That's why they had two in the top five Um, But congrats to him He's been superb Um, So he was also the fullback of the year Uh, The wingers were Ruben Garrick Who was of course the season's top point scorer With over 300 points And Brian To'o The centres were Burton from Panthers And Justin Olam Cody Walker uh, was the 5'8th And Nathan Cleary was the half Um, Isaiah Yo at lock Um, The second rowers were Kikau And Isaiah Papali'i Who I think deserved it Um, and was probably one of the um, best players this year. Um, The props were Payne Haas and James Fisher-Harris, and the hooker was Brandon Smith, and the coach was Craig Bellamy, and the captain was James Tedesco. I don't think there are many surprises. Brandon
1: Smith getting in through his white line fever this year, do you think? (laughs) Yeah, so I don't think there were were many surprises there. Um, It was, yeah...
0: I, I really liked Craig Bellamy's speech, um, James Tedesco's speech as well, Sam Walker's the other one, uh, yeah, rookie, rookie of the, of the Year, year. Um, he did a great job with his Year 6 Assembly farewell speech last night. And uh, Tedesco, Captain of the Year as well, yeah. To yeah, 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 so, um, and I, I don't think there are many surprises in there, possibly that there were too many
1: Panthers players. Um, uh, no Joey Manu at centre, I think was a bit of a shock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and the timing know.
0: of some of them, because I mean, I mean, James Fisher-Harris's form of late, probably since he left. Yeah, he uh, the started, he has started been the bit... season
1: really strong. Yeah, Paint, like, I, I really don't think that someone who didn't make the top eight should be in the team of the year. Yeah, Payne Haas. I don't know, Junior Paulo. I think was more deserving. Yeah, I don't think Kickout was that good this year. Um, but we, we mentioned how many play how many second rowers had kind of been ineligible due to suspension. Yeah. Um. And maybe the system needs a bit of a review there I, I because I, I,
0: for the team of the year... I I think maybe it should be a recon, reconsideration. Yeah. I've I've
1: spoken about this at length. I think that this system is ridiculous that it's done on a per game basis and the reason why someone like Matt Burton gets like Matt Burton's had a good season but the reason why he gets the bump at center of the year is cuz he's played so many games at half yeah. while Luai and Cleary were injured during the season. Yeah. So like and that's where he gets his points and and that's how it's done. That's how these positions are determined. Is who has the most points at those positions at the end of the year. Yeah. And I just I, th- I just think it's it's wrong. It, it doesn't benefit players Who aren't in the spine Who generally get more points yeah. uh, On a week to week basis Yeah. But yes Dallium's are over Thank god um, The whole the whole thing needs a, a bit of a revamp It yeah. was just a very
0: awkward episode of NRL 360 hmm. Um. It, it could be I understand it's COVID But I just don't know why the whole thing Wasn't sort of done out of Brisbane And just a couple of hosts from up there To do it and um go with it that way. But it was it was clunkier than usual to say the least. So yeah. um anyway. uh, I don't I don't like how we found
1: out the top five a week in advance. Yeah. It just didn't didn't feel it felt weird. Yeah. And like there was a couple of nominations. Bradman Best has barely played football all year somehow was for centre of the year. Like there was a couple nominations here and there that I was just like, okay, like we, we found out like the top four or five for each position. Some of them were a bit odd. Adam Dewey, Tigers finished second last this year. He should not be eligible to be available for Dallium for an award. It's that, that's just my opinion. But And then again, that recognition comes because
0: you're in a battling team.
1: So. Yes, exactly.
0: Um, yeah. yeah, unlucky. I, it was very Panthers-dominated, which I think probably adds to uh, some of the pressure they'll find this week. Now, yeah. um, Mike, it is grand final week. Yep. Your team has experienced uh, many grand finals. I think it's eight in the NRL era yeah uh, Four premierships in that time and um obviously top 4 for this week i thought we should do grand finals yeah um, grand final
1: teams you said didn't you
0: no it was grand, oh, finals. grand finals yeah yeah oh, i thought you said grand
1: final teams no no no, no. okay um just probably the
0: i for maybe the most memorable matches or moments anything grand final related okay um so given you might not be prepared
1: i'm happy to kick it off uh, look I can I can string this together but yeah. go for it okay so
0: my number one is obviously 2014 um, 2014 grand final and I just for me it was the experience of the week um, the crowd Mike and the crowd at this game like I've been to a lot of grand finals been to about 20 been to stacks of state of origin games um, but the crowd and the atmosphere at this game I, I think that Sydney, all Sydney Grand Finals, and you will notice this as we go through my top four, all Sydney Grand Finals have a very different atmosphere. Um, there is a lot more tribalism. It's a, There's genuine rivalries between some of these teams uh, and a genuine hatred. And I think that 2014 Grand Final, Souths and the Dogs had played in a Grand Final in the 60s, um, which was one of Souths' last Grand Final appearances before this. The Dogs had been there two years earlier. They were looking to break the drought. Um, it's just huge supporter bases, and I think the whole build up to that week, and then the crowd that day and the atmosphere—it it was just something phenomenal. Um, and to have experienced that after so long, and I think that's probably one of the bittersweet things about this grand final is the fact that um, those memories for me will always stay there because I did not have another grand final where I'm going to watch South to compare it to. Yeah. So it's not gonna. It, there's no down from that, and the, just that high and. Um, glory glory blaring beforehand it, it Just and so many people there that you just knew and um, just an awesome day fantastic result obviously but just great build up and, and real buzz around the place yeah
1: my family were um, my family is self-supported for yeah. the most part and I did not go to the game um, they didn't go to the game either but I came home at about 12 o'clock at night uh, from a friend's place watching the game, and no one was home. I'm like, where is everyone? <laughs> I had a call from my dad, and he was outside South Junior's yeah. till about two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So, yeah, like the. The, the normity of South winning a premiership for the first time in what was 45 years? 40, yeah, 43. 40, 43 years was incredible. It doesn't make my list of top four because obviously I don't have that sentimental yeah. value. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't a great game. Well, I think it was 30 to 6. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't it a wasn't spectacular game. My yeah. number one, and it's not a Roosters game, mm-hmm. my number one is Broncos versus Cowboys 2015. Yeah. Incredible game. Yeah. Like, battle, like, and I know that it was play. It, it would have been great to see this game at Suncorp. Yeah. Uh, like two Queensland teams. It was, you know, went to overtime. We remember the, the Michael Morgan passed to Carl felt, who put the ball in the corner. Yep. Uh, ben Hunt Thurston, dropped the ball. Ben Hunt dropped the ball. Jonathan Thurston missed the kick from the yep. sideline, hit the uprights, yep. and then he comes. Jimmy Barnes at halftime. Jimmy and Barnes. It How'd was. Be- <laughs> it, it was just an incredible game of yep. football. Um. And so that's that's my number one. I just think in terms of quality of game that and and closeness, that is my number one.
0: Yeah, well, that wasn't crazy. That was um, Brisbane. Anthony Milford scored an incredible try that game yeah, too. One of the great individual tries. Um, but that game, I will never forget that it just seemed that Brisbane got to a lead of they were up 14-8 or whatever. And they just defended that lead and kicked it out. And it was very sort of protect the lead rather than and just you know, call it quits. And, and then, but Thurston and the Cowboys kept coming. And, and I remember sitting at this one, I was on level six and you could see the moves and the plays all coming together. And you thought, when will they crack? When will they crack? And I actually don't think Thurston had a good game until that point, no. until about five minutes to go. The no. Cowboys were in a mess. He dropped the ball and all of a sudden Michael Morgan's flick to felt and everything just clicked. So um, that was an incredible game, and that was number two on my list. So, that was number two on my list. So, what
1: was number two on yours? Uh, number two on my list is a Roosters Grand Final. Yeah. Uh, 2013. Yeah. Uh, been nine years since the Roosters had won a, a premiership. Yeah, 11. No, 11 years, yeah. sorry. Um, and it was just, that team was incredible. Like, that team, Sonny Bill, Michael Jennings came in that year. He uh, yeah, had Luke O'Donnell finishing up his career. Uh, Boyd Corner uh, was was his first real big year in the in Maloney. the league. Maloney, yeah. Pierce, like it was it was an incredible team. Minchello, yeah. yeah, it was. And I, I just remember, ah, uh, you know that that Jennings tap, uh, the Jennings try. There was the tap back. It was it was that grand final for me. It was just incredible. Um, and I, I hate manly, so it really helped. Well, I
0: think that is one of the grand finals that I remember. Like from an incredible football point of view, yeah, it was a, it was an epic game. Manly were up eighteen uh, eight, and I think they got an early penalty try, uh, and then the Roosters just sort of won it out of nowhere. It was that game as well. Um, those two teams had met, it, of course, in that epic in the first week of the finals. Yeah, and this 4-0. turned out just to yeah. be such a different game. Yeah. to that one. Uh, another one which was you know just two Sydney clubs, like fantastic to watch. Um, and because Manly had been there in twenty eleven. And then the Roosters, you know, were obviously there in 2010, but in sort of unexpected circumstances. So I think the Roosters had a lot of the hype that year. They won the minor premiership, Manly came fourth, and it was just sort of probably the end of one dynasty and the start of another at that point in time. Yeah. Uh. And and it was just a a really epic match. So that was also in my top four. Yep. Um, for me, and one of the other really enjoyable grand finals was actually um 2003 no no sorry yeah 2003 roosters penrith yes um i was just uh i thought it's another all sydney grand final penrith hadn't won it for a while roosters hot favorites yeah um, coming off their win the year before coming off the, win the, the year before, warriors were well, the minor premiers the year before uh, that year as well yep uh and just sort of penrith with this underdog team johnny Wang uh, was the coach, um, and it, it was just it was just such such a good game. I remember torrential rain, uh, just east versus west vibes, and it, it was just a great game. Luke Pritis, Churchill medalist, carved it up, just sort of one of these great runs out of dummy half. And um, in hindsight, Penrith had a fantastic team. And of course, the the big moment that, that's always remembered in that game is uh, Scott Sattler's tackle on Todd Byrne. Yep. Um which made him the second satellite to sort of etch his name in grand final history. So yeah, um, one of the great grand
1: finals. Yeah, not a not a fun memory for me. Uh, everyone remembers like no one really gave Panthers a chance because ever the top two teams coming into the season were uh, coming into the finals were Dogs Roosters yes. and they versed each other the week before yes. in a game that just knocked both teams out. And yes. I think Panthers just took advantage of it. Roosters were battered and bruised from that game. It was it was really physical and got the, got the upper hand. Uh, third on my list is two thousand and six. Yep. Broncos versus Storm. Storm.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh everyone thought that Storm were winning that game. Yep. They were stacked. Inglis, yep. Cronk, Slater, yep. Smith. Um just they were they were dominant all year. And it was Sean bear was Sean Berrigan yep. just absolutely dominated that game. He was he was marked up against the Inglis. And just took him out of the game completely, um, and we never got to do top four centers this year. Um, we might do it next year, but I'm telling you. And we're going to be we're going to have a different number one. I think my my favourite centre of all time is Justin Hodges. Yeah, and this year he played fullback. Yeah, and he was the he was the best fullback in the league. Uh, and every t- he there was no player who ever put more fear into me like watching Origin than Justin Hodges whenever he had the balls like this guy's gonna score somehow yeah uh, and he was just incredible Lockyer was at his peak at uh, number six and yeah that that game I just I fondly remember everyone everyone was like Broncos have no chance here and they they managed to gut it out and beat Melbourne but that season from memory was
0: another Wayne Bennett masterclass. So that's Brisbane's last premiership. And that year, he uh, Brisbane, I think, went out in straight sets the year before. Wayne cleaned out the coaching staff uh, at the start of the season, or maybe, maybe midway through the year. Um, they had some heavy defeats. They lost a few in a row. Um, and then they actually also lost in the first week of the finals too. So yep. they did the hard way and somehow pulled off that win. Um, but, you know, that was sort of the end of two eras because that's really – Brisbane's or well, 2015, but Brisbane have not had any dominance since then, other than that 2015 grand final. And yep. Melbourne just sort of made the grand final their game
1: ever since, Yeah, since that was you know that started the start of the run, start the run seven, eight, nine, nine. twelve. Yep, and then yeah, they 16, missed a couple of years, 16, 18, 17, 18, 18, 18. 18. No, oh, sorry, 19, no, not 19, and 20. No, 20 so, 20, yeah, it really is their game. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of the greats, yeah. One of the greats, and last on my list, it was a toss up between two thousand and five, the Benji flick, yes. and uh, the Sharks winning their first ever premiership, yeah, uh, and being able to finally turn the lights off because uh, Harold, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the whole Harold Holt thing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was one of those two. I think I'm going to go with Benji just because that flick was just electrifying. It was like this is this guy's coming out party.
0: Yeah. Uh, that was just – I I think I mentioned this last week, but the 2005 Tigers, if you have time, go and watch their highlights. It's yeah. just some extraordinary football. Like we all talk about creativity. They were doing it 16 years ago, yeah. just the athleticism and the skill. And I, I watched this um, – I watched Marshall's flick pass the other day, and it was just how did he do it? And I really enjoyed the meme that's going around this week where instead of Pat Richards – uh, Mark Nichols has been photoshopped, <laughs> and Benji in a um, Benji in a South jersey, and it is absolutely spectacular to watch, and <laughs> I recommend, I might post that later actually, because it, it's good quality. Um, but, so that's top fours.
1: Yep, top four. Alright Emmanuel, let's get into it, the reason why everyone's here, everyone's listening. It's a grand final. The big dance. The big dance. Not or, the last. Not as the last. Foxer da- coining at the not last, last dance. dance. I'm sick of Fox referring <laughs> anything to Michael Jordan. Let's let's not get into it. Uh, Panthers versus South Sydney, up at Suncorp Stadium. Yep. TBC. Uh, do you want to go through the teams? Yep. Uh, so some stats before
0: we go into it. Uh, second place and third place. Uh, meeting and the last time that happened was of course 2015 yep. in that game uh, Brisbane came second won in week one lost in the um, decider uh, as, as we said 2013 one played four and they met again in the grand final the Roosters won both times um, under this system which is in its 10th season third place has won twice uh, and that was 2014 Souths, 2016 Cronulla, and both times it was off the back of winning in week one. So just some stats. Yeah. Um, okay. So Penrith, as we flagged, um, Pangai out. Uh, I thought he might be listed in the 21, and it might be a bit of a smoky, but he's not even in there. So um, a mixed performance. I think he was epic last week, but mixed performances for Penrith. He was in and out. Um, I
1: of I, I kind of really like him. I think it's a big loss. I think his ability, he's. His, like his aggression. I think he's reined it in this year, and he's been using it for good. Yeah. Like I don't think he's been suspended or charged this year. Yeah. Um. And he's just a huge body who just seems to poke his head through a lot.
0: Yeah. It, it I puts. Think, I think
1: it's a bit of a. Big, it puts big more loss. pressure
0: on um. Kikau.
1: Yeah. I think. Agreed. And
0: and he is a, a player who I think I think a lot of Panthers are carrying injuries except for Brian To'o who was wheeled around in a wheelchair yesterday.
1: Um. <laughs> Okay, so... Incredible, incredible start to media sessions by uh, To'o there. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, So for Penrith, number one is Dylan Edwards. Number two, Stephen Crichton. Number three, Paul Momorowski. Four, Matt Burton. Five, Brian To'o. Six, Jerome Luai. Seven is Nathan Cleary. Eight is Moses Leota, who was uh, out last week, but he is back for this game despite a calf concern. Upi Korosau is number nine. He is the only Panthers player who has won a premiership. Uh, of course, that was in 2014 with Souths. Ten, James Fisher-Harris, who has had knee injury niggles. Kikau is 11, who we mentioned has ankle problems. Kurt Katewell, who I think might have been uh, the best for Panthers last week. He was yeah. very impressive in that game. Um, Fourteen is Yo. Um, 14, uh, Sorry, 13 is Yo. Fourteen is Tyrone May. 15 is Sorensen, 16 is Spencer you 17 Liam Martin, and the reserves are Naden, Kenny, Hopgood, and Charlie Staines.
1: Kenny a chance to maybe come in on the bench there. Yeah. Not sure. I'd prefer to keep May on the bench. I think it gives you a bit more versatility. Uh, so we'll see. What do you
0: do there? Do you think if, if you've got a half injured, if you've got a player carrying an niggle, you've got someone completely fresh? I mean, do, do you just leave the niggle out of it? I mean, it's very hard to take a grand final start away from someone like Kikau or Fisher-Harris.
1: I think that the drop-off from Kikau to... Well, look, look Liam Martin's an origin player, so I don't think he's bad. And I think Kikau's going to get his rest. It, it It's the grand final. If, yeah. if you think that you're physically able to play and the doctors give you the all-clear, you you're going to play. Yep. It's You're not going to miss game. You're not going to miss out on on it. Yeah. Like, we've seen it. Cooper Cronk was... Physically be able to run up and down the field, he had to be out there. And I, I guess it's different because he's the halfback and he's the organiser. But if you're if you're able to put yourself, put a jersey on and get out there, you're going to play. Yep. Okay,
0: for the Bunnies. Uh, Blake Tuff, who is going to play his eighth, eighth game.
1: Least capped player to ever play in a grand final.
0: Yep. His eighth game. He's playing in his third final. That is three more than Luke Brooks. <laughs> uh, and Blake Tuff I just read So becomes the um is Souths have an indigenous number one For eight consecutive grand finals So Eric Sims, uh, Kevin Longbottom uh, Greg Inglis and Blake Tuff So that's pretty cool Alex Johnston, he scored 29 tries this season One more and it will like, break the club record So let's see what happens there Gagai of course, his last game for Souths Campbell Graham at number four uh, Jackson Paulo, who will actually turn 22 on su- on Sunday as well. Uh, Cody Walker, the Dalian 5'8 of the year, um, probably doing this to show that he is that top-notch player, probably has to win this just to be in that yeah. in that category. Yep. He's got a lot of hype but needs the premiership. Adam Reynolds, um, well, we'll talk about this in a moment, but... You know, carrying the groin injury that no one really knew about. I thought it was just a Wayne Bennett tactic last week and then I didn't realize not have him kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought it was some sort of ploy. I don't know. Um so last game of course for him and ten points to break the club record for most um most points in a season. Uh funny story about that. So before kick off on Friday, I said to my dad, you know, Reynolds needs ten more points to break Simmons' record for most points in a season. And Dad goes, oh, I don't really know if I want him to keep breaking all of these records." And I said, "Of course you do. If they don't, sc- if he doesn't score points, we don't score points, and we won't win." And next minute, Souths won. He didn't score, so everyone was happy. Yeah. Um Number eight, Mark Nichols. Uh, number nine, Damien Cook. Ten, Totola. Eleven, Matungi. Twelve, Jaden Sewer in his last game for Souths. Cameron Murray at thirteen. Fourteen, Benji Marshall. We'll talk about him too. 15, Jacob Host, 16, Burgess, 17, Arrow. And the reserves are Milne, Margot, Braden Burns, and Jed Cartwright.
1: Michael. Yes. Huge. Huge. A uh, couple of other, uh, other fun, like uh, another fun stat that I saw. Yeah. This is uh, the fourth, uh, third time in four years that uh, Momorovsky's been on the grand final team. Yeah, crazy, is The, only, isn't the it? only other team that uh, let him down was the Tigers. Yeah. Which, does, which makes a lot of sense. Oh, wow. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh well done to Momorowski. Um yeah, I just this is gonna be a great game. I thought I thought that Damian Cook had his best game of the season last week. Yeah. I thought he was possibly the best on ground for Souths. Yeah. Uh and a lot of his work came off the back of Cam Murray, who was incredible. Um Campbell Graham was excellent in defence. Yeah. Has become one of the elite defensive centres in the game. Um and Cody Walker was just everywhere. And whenever the ball was on the ground, it was him who was jumping on it. Um, Taff was fantastic. A couple of his passes to le- that led to tries were incredible. Yeah,
0: the tap on to Johnston was phenomenal. Yeah,
1: I I just think that Souths have have really surprised me this this postseason. Yeah, and the one thing that you said to me, messaged me yesterday was. Penrith have all the pressure, which I think is correct. Yeah. This is the second year they've been in the grand final. They missed out last year. The inexperience cost them. I think and that's you know a lot of people say you have to lose one to win one. Yeah, um, and I think that was the case for them. It's and not
0: necessarily true. It's though. not
1: necessarily true, but like you need to have a bit of heart, and like this team hadn't had a lot of heartbreak. Yeah, and I think especially against an experienced Melbourne team led by Cam Smith in his last game. And, like, we saw Melbourne's inexperience on the weekend. Yeah. You know, they missed that calming influence. Uh, you know, just to, that, you know, I think Cameron Munster was a bit erratic. Yeah. On the weekend. Yeah. Um, so, I, I I think it's going to be a really great game. Penrith have, you know, they've defended really well throughout this series. Uh, they haven't scored a lot of points, which is interesting. Um, Look,
0: 10 It's been 10-8. Ten yeah. for them, yeah, which is in like twenty-eight yeah. points to make but, the grand final. But
1: but they were the best defensive team all year, and they've yeah. they've let in very few points. Yeah, uh, so they've been fantastic def- uh, defensively. But so South, and that's that was been that has been South, you know, problem all year, and the reason why a lot of people doubted them yeah. was they weren't able to stop points. And look, there was a couple of in- like manly. Manly had, didn't have the bounce of the ball, I don't think, in the first half, but Souths were, Souths were on top of them. Yeah. But Manly had, what, three three possessions inside South's half, yeah. and all three of them led to them getting over the line. They only scored once from it. But and, and I messaged him, I'm like, Manly can take solace in the fact that when they've been in the attacking situations, they've gotten over the line. They just weren't able to do anything in the second half because they capitulated, and Sherry yeah. Evans probably had the worst game I've ever seen him play. But South's defence has been the talking point for this this whole uh, finals run.
0: I, I think the other thing is that th- there's been a lot of cri- criticism, and there was before um, the South's manly game about our attack too, and how it's all left side, left side, left side. Uh, and I think I think we've really shown that that it, it's not just left side this year. Like this is not 2018. It's just not one out the back, one out the back. Uh, the spine is working really well. Um, but you just don't know. Like, Mike, there are so many storylines here. On one side, the Panthers fans will be saying, OK, 30 years last year, we were runners-up. We came back the next year and we won. OK, there's, that, there's the father-son, the Cleary father and the Cleary son, coach and captain, uh, against the same as what they had in 2003 with Johnny Lang and Martin Lang. For Souths, you've got the master coach. You've got uh, Benji's possible last game, 16 years between grand finals. Uh, Lottie Takiri was 14 years between premierships in 2014. You've got Jaden Sewer. You've got. Th- there's just so many storylines here, and it could go either way. Um, I think there's a lot of hype on Penrith. Uh, there's a lot of. They've played big games. They've got origin experience. But if you look at South's bench, um, I, it is hands down a far stronger bench than what Penrith has. We have Benji Marshall, New Zealand international, Tom Burgess, England international. Uh, Jai Arrow, Queensland origin player, and you know these are reinforcements. Um, and you know there's 350 games experience in in Benji alone, um, and and there are origin stars there too. You've got Gagai, you've got Walker, you've got Cleary, you've got Cook, you've got Murray, you've got Suar I mean, it's a it's a lot of it's a lot of talent on both sides of the field, and it's going to be pretty much who wants it more, um, yeah, and and who's going to get up for it, and. I think that as the week goes on, it's going to be interesting to see what happens because I think Penrith are relaxed, but there is the chance that either they think the game is a foregone conclusion or they they peak too early in the week, whereas I think Wayne will have the experience. I think that there's a chance that the pressure of last year could come back, and whereas South's are kind of like it's this or nothing, so it um, could go either way. I, I, I'd I genuinely think Souths are a good chance um, if, the, if the right team shows up. I can understand why Penrith are favourites, um, but you know Souths have, their me- have had their measure once this season, um, and I would rather have the first game being 56-12 and having won the last one 16-10 than having won 16-10 and then lost 56-12. Of course, ago, so. of course.
1: You want to see the improvement. Exactly. All right, so we're going to go... Grand final winner. Yep. Score. Yep. Clive Churchill medalist. Okay. Do you want to go first? Go for it. All right. I think the score is going to be 18 to 12. Okay. So three tries to two. Yep. I don't think teams are missing conversions. Yep. Both sharp, sharp I think Adam Reynolds kicks this game. Okay. I have South winning.
0: Oh, God.
1: I feel sick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now that made me nervous. <laughs> I have South
1: winning. And I have Cameron Murray, Clive Churchill medalist.
0: Yep. Okay. Uh, I have a closer game. I have sixteen fourteen. I have a couple of early penalties. I have um, have a couple of tries. I have a two point field goal somewhere in there, and then I have another try late in the game to seal it. Uh, I also have South winning, and I think I think Cam Murray is, you know, if South win, it's going to be off the back of Cam Murray, but you know. Be nice if it was Adam Reynolds, but who knows?
1: Yeah, I just think that I, I want to see how injured Adam Reynolds is. Yeah, um, I'm not like last week. Cody Walker did all the infield or in-game kicking as well. Yeah. So if if Adam Reynolds isn't doing a lot of the kicking, I think it limits his opportunity to win that. I think Cody Walker is also another really good shout at winning it. Yeah, um, also is cook, cook as well is another big candidate if he can play like he did last yeah. week. But I think. What Cam Murray does is defensively in the middle, and then his ability to have quick play of the balls. Um, he's the link between the halves. You know, he's your first receiver. At all. He's he's put it together an excellent season. I I just think that if he has an excellent game, which I know he can and yeah. probably will, that's that's where you win it yeah. up the
0: middle. Yeah, and, and you know we haven't mentioned last week's game, but South had a, a, a much smoother game last week. Than Penrith did, and there's an argument that it's, they're battle hardened and they're ready for anything. They've had three tough games. Um, there is also just a, a fatigue factor that could come into it. Of
1: course, they've had three three they're, hard they're, games. They're carrying three really in, they're hard carrying
0: games. injuries, and, and I'm sure Souths are too. But I mean, these are things that that I, I feel like are being forgotten in the conversation. Yeah. The
1: counter the counter argument to that though is that Souths played a team who are flat track bullies, yeah, and Penrith versus Storm who are you know have been the benchmark all season. Yeah. And that's the difference. I yeah, mean, definitely. That's the counter. Definitely. And, and I think it's, there are things, it's hard, it's hard there are things in,
0: in, in our defence that, that concerned me a lot last week. Yeah. Um, the ease was with which Tommy Turbo was able to get the ball and, and go over. Yeah. Um, and so, but I, I, I'm glad in the sense because I think it, 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 it takes out the complacency from this week. Uh, I think it's going to be awesome. I'm so excited for it. Um, so upset I can't be there. Yeah. Um, but who knows? Who knows what's going to happen, Mike? Um, yeah. You know.
1: You watching it at home with your fam?
0: Yeah, no choice. Yeah. What can we do? I mean, yeah. there's. Um, it's such a shame, but, you know, what can
1: you do? Yeah. Look, it's going to be... I think it'll be an excellent game either way. I don't think we're going to get a blowout. I think it's going to be really close. It's going to go down on the line. Yeah. And that's what you want out of the grand final.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, I hope so.
0: I hope so. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, I'm actually... And the, the odd thing is, I, I just... Remember, I was so nervous last week, but this week I'm just kind of like, we're there. You know, once you're there, and you, it can enjoy, go the way. you enjoy, enjoy the week. You enjoy the week. Exactly. It sucks when you lose,
1: but you enjoy the week. Yeah. Getting there is the hard part. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: So it's it's epic, and um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah,
1: hopefully, well, not hopefully. <laughs> hopefully for you, South some Souths players get the send off that you know Adam Reynolds mostly deserves. Yeah,
0: hopefully for most people, I'm in a good mood next week. <laughs>
1: If if not, I'm gonna have fun on here next week if we decide to do one. I think yeah. we probably will. Yeah. Um uh, and yeah, I think I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. What time's probably. kickoff?
0: Kickoff is six thirty Queensland time, so seven thirty here. Right. And um Yeah.
1: I miss the afternoon games.
0: Yeah. Although, yeah. I know. I know I'm going to miss it's funny actually because um you were talking about your family being out at South Juniors after 2014. My brother actually sent me a video this week. He was going through 2014 videos and there's actually footage of um my brother, me, Jack and Mark outside South Juniors that's mm. found in some YouTube footage. So we should post that this week too. So mm. yeah. All the
1: hype. Also, also, South fans, don't go to South Juniors. We don't need a super spreader event. Please. I want this lockdown to end. Only Roosters fans are allowed to sit on the Bondi Hill for super spreading events. Don't you know the rules? Yes,
0: exactly. Yes. Exactly. For anyone that didn't see Michael's face in the news last week. <laughs> oh, is not in the news. Thank you very much. I may have been on the hill though. Um, All right. So that's it. I think also next week, maybe we should do some bold predictions for 2022.
1: Yeah. I think our uh, we're going to do, I think we do two top fours next week. Yeah. I want to do top four moments of the season. Yeah. And I want to do top four teams heading into next season. Yeah. So I think it's a different list to the top four teams that finished this season. Definitely. Definitely. So I think we'll hit those. We'll talk about any possible off-field stuff, uh, off-season moves that we might see happen. And, you know, what teams need and what teams don't need. And, you know, there's going to be a lot to talk about. We'll recap the grand final, obviously. Yeah,
0: and what Um, role, I reckon... Because I reckon the predictions we make next week are going to be so different to how teams start based on the off-season and what goes on in South East Queensland between now and and next year. Yeah,
1: well, look, we've already started seeing it. Yeah. And it's dangerous. It's very dangerous. A lot of players choosing to stay up there uh, because they have no restrictions up there yeah, or less restrictions up there and they can go on a bit of a holiday. Interesting. Very interesting. Holiday. Going forward. Sleepless nights. Very interesting yeah. going forward. We might see some bad headlines coming.
0: Yeah. Um, also, shout out to Wayne Bennett. Absolutely. I know you don't think highly of him after he snubbed the Roosters, but <laughs> absolute. I, I, he's infuriating when he's not on your team, but I am going to miss so much... His weekly press conferences.
1: Oh, he's great. There's, they are just you do not, so entertaining. You do not. And, like, I think Ivan's done the right thing so far this week yeah. by just not engaging yeah. with Wayne. But and there's like, going to be a you... problem because they have a joint
0: press conference later this week. We'll
1: yeah. see sure. <laughs> <laughs> what happens there. Yeah. But just don't engage. It's not worth it. He's going to win. The,
0: uh, the great thing was that the last last Thursday's media, um, there was obviously a delay with the media from Sydney. It says,
1: Hello, is
0: anyone there? Oh, Wayne on Wayne interview. And it was just like. It's just so good in The dry <laughs> wind,
1: it, it is great to watch. Um, all right, I think we're done. We're done. Yeah, I think Emmanuel wants this to be done. He wants to stop talking about his team. Uh,
0: Under the radar. That is it. Under the radar.
1: Grand final. Emmanuel, I know you're excited. I'm excited. No pressure on me. Bit of pressure on you. I'm sure we'll be talking throughout the week and throughout the game. Yeah. But I will leave you with this, Emmanuel. How good is rugby league?
0: Michael, I'll leave you with this.
1: Glory, glory
0: to South Sydney. Happy grand final week, everyone. Thanks, guys. (laughs)